Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Some changes. I'm Melissa Howell. Attorney General Merrick Garland names a special counsel to investigate Donald Trump. An update on the controversial revision to Virginia's K-12 curriculum. I'm Shana Stulen. Gains on Wall Street closing bell Friday. The Dow was up almost 200. Good morning, 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Mayor Rubin in New York. The Justice Department appointed a special counsel to oversee two investigations of former President Trump about January 6th and classified documents. The former president attacked the appointment of a special counsel. This horrendous abuse of power is the latest in a long series of witch hunts. He started a long time ago. Trump repeated his longtime claim that the 2020 election was fraudulent. This is a rigged deal just as the 2020 election was rigged and we can't let them get away with it. Speaking in front of a group of supporters at his Mar-a-Lago home, Trump insisted he has done nothing wrong, said the investigation will not be fair, and suggested other former presidents should also be investigated. Steve Futterman, CBS News. There's five feet of snow in parts of western New York, and it's not supposed to stop until midday Sunday. WIVB-TV's Tara Lynch reports. Here in Buffalo, you know we love our hockey. Uh, You can actually take a yardstick and shoot the snow. Uh, and it sticks to walls, it is sticking to our lights, it's sticking to our tripods. Uh, so this snow is not something to be messed with and a big cleanup on the way. CBS has learned some of the Idaho student victims were attacked in bed. Danya Backus has the latest. Classes continue at the University of Idaho, but the campus is nearly deserted. I wish I could go home. Students still on campus say they're on edge after police walked back a statement saying there was no threat to the community. It was nerve-wracking to hear them say that we are no longer, like, totally safe. Police say they believe the victims were targeted. They're working with two surviving roommates who were home during the attack, but are not considered suspects. As Elon Musk is scrambling to prevent Twitter from collapsing, CNET's Ian Schur says users should be concerned about their info being hacked or leaked. The information that Twitter gathers when they log into their account, even just knowing some of that basic information could reveal their identities. The founder of the failed blood testing company Theranos was sentenced to 11 years. Len Ramirez was there. Elizabeth Holmes stood up in front of Judge Edward Davila moments before he imposed the punishment. Red-faced and teary-eyed, Holmes told the court she has, quote, deep pain for what people went through because I failed them. To each of them, I am so, so sorry I gave everything I had to save the company, end quote. A Bar Association panel votes to make taking the LSATs optional amid the debate about whether the standardized test helps or hurts diversity in emissions. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Because of the ongoing pandemic, someone at or below the poverty line in our community, like Omar, is now having to do this. You're actually having to break down the dimes, the quarters, the pennies, and say, well, how do I stay fed today? No one should go hungry, especially during holidays. Provide hope and food with a grocery bag with a gift of just $25 through Central Union Mission. Give now at missiondc.org. WTOP at 303. 
It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. November 19th, 2022. Partly to mostly sunny this Saturday. Chilly. I should reach about 45. We're at 33 in our nation's capital right now. Good Saturday morning. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for joining us here at WTOP. Topping the local stories that we're looking at for you as we ride into this 3 a.m. early morning hour together. We begin at WTLP this morning with new information on that big condo explosion and fire locally in Gaithersburg this week. We now know the identity this morning of the man who died and what may have been behind this fire. The man found in the rubble of the fire here at Potomac Oaks Condominiums is 36-year-old Juan Quizon. Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones says it looks like Quizon may have started the fire. He may statements that were indicative of intentions of suicide. Police also found a suicide note and his mother called 911 saying she feared her son was suicidal. Dogs trained to figure out if an accelerant was used in a fire hit on something here, but we don't know what that is yet. Police also say they don't think it was Quizon's intention to hurt other people, just himself. In Gaithersburg, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. If you or someone you know is experiencing extreme loneliness, anxiety or depression, you can get help by calling or texting simply the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 988 988- Help said to always be available. Again, you can call or text the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Three simple numbers, 988, help always available for you there. WTLP at 305. How can policing be made better locally in Montgomery County? A question for you this morning. Well, an audit discovered apparently what's working and what needs to be improved for the community and for the police. Some of the recommendations, easier access to use of force data, a higher starting salary for officers, and a focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion when recruiting. The community is really engaged in what they want our police department to look like, the functionality of it. Chief Marcus Jones says the department is now working with the organization organization effective law enforcement for all to address issues identified in their audit. We have created a new de-escalation use of force training unit for more specific focus upon these important issues. Some of the other changes the department has made, the creation of a crisis intervention program and better access to mental health wellness services for officers. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. There's been a lot of pushback recently to a controversial update to Virginia's K-12 curriculum in the school system. Now that's going to be a pause, we hear, so it can be reworked. There's no date for when a new draft will be ready, but the Department of Education is being given time to revise updates to history and social science standards. One revision was presented in August after criticism that it was too lengthy and confusing. A streamlined draft was presented this week. But many criticized it as missing important moments in history, especially when it came to racial injustices. Virginia Education Superintendent Jillian Ballow promised to make the whole process more transparent and incorporate public feedback. I want to find a better way to depict all of the great content. All members of the board voted in favor of the delay. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. 
It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALE69 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code SALE69. Use code SALE69 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. WTOP, thanks Dean Lane. It's Saturday, November 19th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. 3.08 in the morning. Glad you're with us this early hour at WTOP. Clock trains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Our big weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in Maryland updating our crash activity on the Baltimore Washington Parkway. It's gone. The northbound crash, which started out as a southbound crash and then had lanes blocked in both directions between NASA, Goddard, and Powder Mill, all travel lanes have been reopened. Everything's back on their way, and thank you very much for that. A little better, but still a crash investigation is a serious crash from the 1 o'clock hour southbound on I-97 in Anne Arundel County. This will be before the ramps for Crane Highway, routes 3 and 32, exit 7. Squeezing by on the right shoulder under police direction, people coming from Baltimore may be diverted because I'm not altogether sure how much longer this crash investigation is going to go on southbound I-97 as you try to make your way toward uh, Annapolis and on toward the the uh, Bay Bridge. On the Bay Bridge, we're still doing the two-way Samba on the eastbound span without delay. There is still some work afoot on westbound 50 from the Bay Bridge heading toward the Severn River Bridge, and the right lane was blocked at last report. Capital Beltway in Virginia, the interloop work after Gallows Road, the right lane was getting by. We may see some more stoppages as they do overhead sign work. Beyond that, there's another work zone on the interloop after Chain Bridge Road, Route 123, heading toward the Dulles Toll Road, a right lane gets by there. Outer loop after the Legion Bridge, heading toward the Georgetown Pike, a left lane gets by that work zone. 66 Express Lanes, haven't had a chance to say that, but uh, when Westbound, 66 express lanes between the Prince William Parkway and 29 Gainesville. Lanes are blocked as they do some maintenance. The other express lanes should be opening up sometime later this morning, but eastbound 66, closer to the Beltway from Nutley Street toward I-495. It is a right lane to get by the ongoing work. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. I hope you have the coat ready for the weekend because, boy, are you going to need it. The coat, the hat, the gloves, whatever you got because temperatures will be falling. Only 45 on Saturday. Most areas in the low 40s, but it gets even colder on Sunday. Sunday, I'm going for a high of 39. Wind chills in the 20s all day. With winds gusting to 30 miles per hour. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 29 in Gaithersburg, 35 Arlington, 33 at Blanham, 33 in Holding in our nation's capital. This 3 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, November 19th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Brought to you this check by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 311. Turning to transportation issues for you this morning, a new option for drivers could be available as soon as this Saturday morning. The westbound I-66 express lanes between the Beltway and Route 28 in Centerville was scheduled to open today, this Saturday. The eastbound lanes of the same 13-mile section, we're told, is expected to be open by the end of November, but could be open as early as Tuesday, depending on the weather, of course, and other factors. 
The lanes will be free for drivers with an easy pass flex and at least one passenger in the car. But starting on Monday, December 5th, heads up. Drivers will need at least two passengers to drive toll-free on any part of the 66 express lanes, inside or outside the Beltway. WTOP News Time, now 311. It's the culmination of decades of work and billions of dollars. You can now officially hop on a Metro Silver Line train and ride out to Dulles Airport and elsewhere in Loudoun County. The extension with six new stations is expected to be a game changer, we're told, for travel and commerce in the region. This morning, WTOP's own Mike Marilla, who rode the Silver Line, tells us about his experience. It was pretty cool, I'll tell you. We started at Wheelie Rest in East. Everybody got their, their silver ticket, you know, believe it. And there was like no candy factory thing. at the end, but, you know, <laughs> it was still a cool ride. You got to get your silver ticket and get on the train and head down, and a lot of people, there. it was like a rock concert. I've never seen the wait like this for a metro train. You had a guy holding a sign, need ticket for Silver Line. Do you have an extra <laughs> silver ticket? You know, and I don't know if there were scalpers. I didn't see any, but, you know, it was that coveted of an event. People wanted to be a part of history in the making. I talked to a couple people who were on the blue lines for first ride so they've kind of done this through the years every time it opens they try to get on and yeah it just it was it was cool to you know go to Dulles go to Ashburn the first trip just went to Ashburn and then we went back and that's when each stop started of course you have Reston Town Center Herndon Innovation Center Dulles Airport Loudon Gateway and Ashburn so you have you know these new stations here to stop and you can only imagine what that does for property value and access in the area. So it's just a really big thing for the community as well. So it's just a lot of elated people, though, to get back to it. A lot of elated people just happy to be a part of it. Well, you know, there are also a lot of train fans, Mike, mm-hmm. right? I actually talked to one from Pennsylvania who doesn't live here, but he follows trains. And he came to ride the first, uh, you know, batch of people, among the first people to get on the Silver Line. So there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and of course, it's fun for the first day, mm-hmm. and, and folks are probably going to try to start get used to commuting to work on these trains. But what about uh, the holiday? Maybe thinking about going out to Dulles Airport to catch a plane uh, on Thanksgiving week next week. Any tips there? I will say, you know, make sure you leave a little early. Don't. It's just like you tell you every holiday, right? Leave a little early because it's new, right? You have to make it through and people getting on, figuring out how to get on the trains. But they seem to be running, I will say, pretty orderly. So it's just none of us are used to how long it actually takes to get from, say, Metro Center or you know, downtown to Dulles International. So take your time. And remember, there is a walk. If you've parked in the garages at Dulles, well, essentially you're walking from that distance, which is a pretty far, you know, maybe 10, 15 minute, you know, even with the moving walkways and stuff to get you into the terminal and get you to where you're getting checked by TSA. Are they concerned that there won't be enough space for people who have luggage if a lot of people are heading out to Dulles? You know, I think that's going to be a big question. I did talk to a couple of people who were wondering about that. Now, as for Metro, I'm sure they just figure people are already going to Reagan, right? They're going to other airports and they're able to make it work. So that will be something. I think there's going to be a lot of figuring things out here too, right? You know, as more people take the train, because one man in Loudoun County even said, he's like, I'm wondering after COVID, will the amount of people be heading to Ashburn and stuff that we expected when we're pushing for this? I actually looked up real quick. 1970s, the late 70s, is when we started talking about getting a metro train out to Dulles. So, you know, 2016 is when it was supposed to have the second phase, the first time we got a date. And now here we are. So we'll see what how times have changed and how that impacts ridership. Taking a ride on the Silver Line with WTOP's Mike Barillo talking there with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Saturday morning. The weekend's here, everybody. We've made it. November 19th, 3.15 sports time. And Mr. Frank Hammerhead. On the night the Wizards celebrate the big three, they celebrate by holding Miami scoreless from the field in overtime. They didn't score that many points either, just five total points in overtime. But the Wizards hold off the undermanned Miami Heat. 107-106. Wizards uh, were very lackluster for three quarters. Turned it on, down 15, came back and get the win in overtime. 107-106. Bradley Beal, 27 points for the Wizards, who honored the big three of Antoine Jamison, Gilbert Arenas, and Karan Butler at halftime for their glory days here in D.C. Men's College Basketball, Heavy Hearts, Virginia beats Baylor 86-75. Georgetown falls to Loyola Marymount 84-66. Howard lost to Wyoming 78-71. GW winner beating Maryland Eastern Shores 69-64. Virginia Tech over Penn State 61-59. In overtime, Navy gets by UC San Diego 78-69. George Mason a loser to Boston College. Washington Commanders reportedly disciplining a handful of players for violating a league rule about drinking on a team playing did that after that Philadelphia Eagles victory on Monday night but the league says it will take no further action NFL sending a memo to every team reminding them of the rule that any violations would result in significant discipline commanders at the Texans on Sunday Frank Hanrahan WTOP Sports thanks Frankie as always 316 Saturday morning November 19th on WTOP welcome in the top stories we're following for you this early morning on WTOP it appears this week's condo building explosion and fire in Gaithersburg was no accident. Investigators say this hour a man found dead in that wreckage apparently died of smoke inhalation and burns and left a suicide note. Also, a dog trained to sniff out accelerants alerted at the scene. The Washington commanders have agreed to return security deposits to former season ticket holders and pay a $250,000 penalty and a settlement with the state of Maryland. They, The team itself has 30 days to actually return fans' deposits as part of the arrangement announced by Maryland's Attorney General recently. And a federal judge has sentenced disgraced Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes to more than 11 years behind bars for duping investors in the failed startup that promised to revolutionize blood testing, but the system never worked. Stay with us here at WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now, Saturday morning is 317. Good morning. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Inflation and a turkey shortage mean it'll cost more this season for that home-cooked Thanksgiving spread this year. And a local turkey giveaway drew many to the Ebenezer AME Church in Fort Washington this week. Victor Flores waited in the long line. He says the turkey and other fixings will be helpful for his family. We got big turkey. I guess we have a good Thanksgiving now. Landish Rush works with United Healthcare, one of the sponsors that partnered with Prince George's County on this event. This effort here is around addressing food insecurity. Rush says they purchased the turkeys for the giveaway, but the shortage made things tough. So not only has cost gone up per turkey, but you're also dealing with um, the issues with bird flu, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which made it tough to get. It's been tough to get two turkeys. We were fortunate this year to do it. In Fort Washington, Liz Anderson, WTOP News. WTOP at three eighteen Saturday morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, first as always, over to Ian Crawford this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Ring around the Capitol Beltway, still with our work zones in Virginia, so let's start their inner loop. The overhead sign work they're doing after Gallows Road, passing Route 50 and on toward I-66. Single right lane when traffic is moving, and it appears that traffic is moving. Hopefully they're pretty much done hanging signs, but we cannot rule out additional stoppages here. The other inner loop work zone is going to be after 123, heading toward the Dulles Toll Road, and right lane gets by there. Outer loop work 
between the Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike. That is one to the left to get by. 66, the work all continuing as I'm trying to get an update on our work zone inside the Roslyn Tunnel. We had work there over in the late evening hours, and it was a single right lane getting by, and if this camera would just cooperate and we could all find out together. And, yes, it appears that, yeah, still single right getting past the work zone eastbound or westbound on 66 through the Roslyn Tunnel. Outside the Beltway westbound at 123, you're going to be down to a single right lane as you pass exit 60. And then the westbound ramp to go south on 28 at Centerville. That is blocked on the eastbound side. The Oh, check that. One more thing. The westbound 66 and the westbound 66 express lanes between the Prince William Parkway and Gainesville. We may have lanes blocked for some maintenance. On eastbound 66, the ramp to get to Route 50, exit 57, that's blocked by work. And on 66 eastbound near Nutley Street, heading toward the Capitol Beltway, single right getting by the ramps to the inner and the outer loop at last report were still blocked by the ongoing work. In Maryland, 97 southbound, the crash investigation before 3 and 32 Crane Highway, still squeezing by on the right shoulder following police direction. Earlier issues on the BW Parkway, now clear. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. There for your weekend. First off, your Saturday. Not too bad. Yes, it'll be cold. Going for a high of 45 in the city. Most suburbs in the low 40s. Uh, but not a lot of wind. And with sunshine, that's not too bad as long as you dress for it. Sa- Sunday, a completely different story. A high of 39. Winds gusting to 30 miles an hour. And wind chills in the 20s all day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are looking at 35 at the wharf in D.C., 35 in Oxon Hill, 32 Sterling, 33 in Holding in our nation's capital. This 3 a.m. hour, early Saturday morning, November 19th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. At WTOP, this check brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. Shifting gears coming up this half hour on WTOP. Stick around. We'll check out stuff for you to watch this weekend. This is WTOP News. It is a topic we normally don't discuss, but World Toilet Day is here, and there's an event in D.C. that aims to raise awareness. You know, once people know I'm the poop guy, they want to tell me all their poop stuff. Sean Schaffner with the Poop Project is also one of the organizers behind Saturday's Lou Aid at the D.C. Comedy Loft. His group has been raising awareness over the availability of toilets and sustainable sanitation for the last 12 years. Like, we don't even think about toilets, so how do we make the invisible visible? And how do we make something that's unheard heard of? And the only way we do that is by talking about it. Learn more about it at WTOP.com. Matt Small, WTOP News. Now, World Toilet Day is recognized and observed by the U.N. to raise awareness of the $3.6 billion, billion people, that is, without access right now to managed sanitation. WTOP at 322. Ducking stuff for you to watch this weekend. Two women meet at a grief support group. What grows from it? is an unlikely friendship and a haunting secret in the dark comedy titled Dead to Me. The third season drops this weekend on Netflix. We've been through a lot already. And we survived because we had each other. Have each other. This morning, Vulture critic Jen Cheney with her take. Dead to Me is a show that, if you've watched the first two seasons, you know it's very plot-twisty. Every episode ends with a cliffhanger. And in this last season, we're kind of waiting to see if Jen, Christina Applegate's character, can get away with murder. So there is still that element, but it's much more character-driven this season and really focused on the relationship between Jen
Ben and Judy, who's played by Linda Cardellini. And these two actresses are just such a joy to watch together. And it's it's extra poignant this season because you may have read that Christina Applegate was diagnosed with MS recently, and they had to finish the season kind of working around that a little bit, but she still delivers such a great performance, and I really enjoyed it. I'm sad the series is over. Yes, indeed. Do you think uh, longtime fans will be happy with this final season? I think so. Again, I, I think ultimately the chemistry between those two and also the work of their supporting actor, James Marsden, who is so funny in this. He did something in one of the episodes that I have now watched 12 times because it made me laugh so hard. They're just so much fun to watch. I think people will enjoy it. So other entertainment options this weekend include Hulu's Fleischman is in Trouble. This is an eight-episode series. Yes, and it's based on a novel you may be familiar with by Taffy Bradiser Ackner. Uh, it's about a guy named Toby Fleischman, who's played by Jesse Eisenberg, who's divorced from his wife, and she just disappears and leaves the two kids with him. He can't get a hold of her. He can't figure out where she is. But part of the journey is understanding who Toby is, and part of the journey is understanding that there may be more to this story. This is a really great series. Claire Danes is in it as well, and it's very well acted, and I thought it was great. There's no like show stuff for you to watch this weekend. We've been visiting with Vulture critic Jen Cheney, talking there with DCMR. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. WTOP at 325. And Saturday morning, it's the weekend, everybody. Number 19. Money News. We bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh with us this early Saturday morning, now 3 a.m. hour to wrap your business week. The Dow finished Friday session up just shy of 200 points, but unchanged for the week. Used car seller Carvana is cutting 1,500 jobs after a drop in sales and wider quarterly losses. Existing home sales in October fell for the ninth straight month, and sales were 28% lower than a year ago. The 495 express lanes opened 10 years ago this month. The original 14-mile stretch was the first dynamically priced toll lane system in the country. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. WTOP at 327, traffic and weather on the way. Somewhere in the night. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The following is a